Hi, everybody. This is Benjamin from Sports Tag X. Today, I have the pleasure to talk to Hassan from Ref6. Ref6 is the app for football or soccer referees, which replaces their notebook and tracks their performance. I'm super curious to find out more about that. Uh, so, yeah, first of all, hi, Hassan. Hi, Benjamin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, cool that you're uh, taking part in the podcast. Uh, we always start with an easy question to, to kick off the episode. So, first of all, it would be great to share some info about yourself. So, who, who is Hassan? Sure. Um, so I'm Hassan Rajwani. Um, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Ref6. Uh, I'm a massive football fan. Um, my team's Newcastle. So every day in the morning, that's the first thing I check. Uh, if we've signed anyone or not, obviously, it's always no. <laughs> I'm a, a, a level five football referee based in England, uh, in the south of England in a, in a town called, a city called Brighton. Um, and yeah, I, I started my career out in user experience at a company called American Express. Uh, loved it there for the time I was there, six, seven years, and then kind of fell out of love with it, uh, mainly because I woke up one morning and realized no one ever dreamed about being in credit cards when they were older. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of the time I realized I needed to be in sport full time. It was my passion. And that's kind of how um, I started. I, oh, I got the uh, urge to start Ref6. Awesome. That's a good story. Um, so the, the initial question always is, which problem are you solving? Because I'm sure you, you, you put your thoughts around some, some issues out there. So yeah, which is it in your case? Sure. So when, when I first started uh, refereeing, and it was actually the day of the course that I was doing it when they told me that the referees had to use a notebook to write things that happened in the game down. I just thought it was a really strange and maybe archaic way of doing things because it was a very small piece of paper there's a lot to write on a very small piece of um of paper like i said and and it was just i just thought in the heat of the moment trying to do all that with the rain coming down i thought i've never even been on the pitch before i thought there was an issue there um so that was kind of back in around 2009 um so i thought initially how could we solve the administration issue around refereeing um, and we really uh, and actually as part of my university degree dissertation I did an iPhone app it was kind of the first the time when iPhone apps were just coming to to the fore um, an iPhone app about referees using their phone to record all of those things that would replace their notebook so that's the kind of initial problem that we we identified or I identified and looked at solving but uh actually what happened was 10 years went by <laughs> my, <laughs> my career continued in different ways um and then what happened was the apple watch came out and i thought hold on a minute that's effectively the the perfect form factor referees already wear a watch if not two today maybe we could get that existing that old app that i had an idea about putting on the apple watch and and seeing if that worked and that kind of really really evolved and We, we started solving problems in different ways that I hadn't originally thought of. So the second one being around timing. So there's no real watch really designed for referees for all the different types of refereeing you'd do, whether it's youth football, five-a-side football in midweek, uh, adult football, extra time, penalties. Timing all of these things is a, a challenge on kind of the old uh, digital and analog watches. So um, smart watches really help in that sense. And we've built, I believe, one of the better versions of a timing app for referees and the, the third thing around problems is there's a ton of referees out there who are obviously conscious about their performance from a physical aspect their heart rate 
their positioning and their the, the distance that they're running, number of sprints, etc. And a ton of referees out there have uh, fitness tracking watches uh, from the likes of Polar, Garmin, TomTom, and these were great. Uh, you know, four or five years ago when when that was where they really came into the fore. But these smart watches now have some incredible technology that allows us to be even better from a performance tracking perspective. Um, most of the fitness watches out there are very much geared towards runners. And what we've looked at from a performance tracking perspective is to look at it through the lens of a referee. There's different types of running, different types of activity a referee does. So we think that's a problem that we tried to solve and we are solving. Um, so yeah, it, it started with admin and then it kind of grew into the three major areas of refereeing, admin, timing, and performance. Um, so yeah, <laughs> a long-winded answer, but we're touching on three kind of very interesting and important problems that, that exist today for referees. Yeah, very cool. And I agree, it's totally surprising that uh, yeah, referees are still using those pieces of paper and write it down, especially in uh, tricky weather conditions. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm amazed by, uh, by what all you combine in your watch. Um, yeah, so you part. I think you partly already answered the upcoming questions, but I'm still going to ask it. I'm, I'm sure there are more aspects to that. So how exactly do you solve it? I, I understood it's with the watch, with uh, an app for both Android and, and iOS, I think. And, and what do you think is so special about your solution? Is it the first of its kind or is there anything else that makes it so special? Yeah, so um, you, you got it right. <laughs> There's a mobile phone component and a smartwatch component. If you're on iOS, you... You have the phone on your uh, the app on your phone, and then the app on your uh, your Apple Watch, and uh, and the same with Android. There's a ton of Android Wear watches out there that can be paired with your Android device. So, how it works is before the game on your phone, you create the game, you can set it up in the way that's right for the game. So, how many players are playing, number of subs allowed, um, is there extra time, is there penalties, etc. You set the game up, you add the players in, and then you send all that information to your watch. You use the watch during the match to record anything that happens, goals, cards, subs. Um, and then in the background, it's doing all the performance tracking. And then after the game, click a button on your phone. All that data comes back to your phone. You've got a history of all your games, all the information that you've recorded in those, in those games and all of your performance tracking. So <laughs> sounds very complex, but it's really simple. So I think kind of what's so special about our solution is simple and intuitive when, once you use it. Um, as soon as you, we, the way we've designed it is myself being a referee, I designed it with myself in mind and then kind of expanded my network to see all of my different refereeing colleagues and friends and said, okay, try this out. What does this experience feel to you, etc." So their feedback has really enabled us to define kind of how we move forward what new features it needs, maybe some UI tweaking here and there. And then as we've grown to referees in different countries and the Netherlands and Australia and Japan, we get different feedback every week from our customers. And that's really another thing, or I believe the main reason why we're, uh, quote unquote, your question was special. <laughs> uh, in our solution is that, you know, we're really focused on making that job for the referee even easier. And we're, very much referee led so all of our feature ideas now come from our our users so that's i believe what really makes us special 
Yeah, and I've seen the slogan or the claim uh, made by referees for referees. Uh, I think that sums up what you just described. And yeah, I believe that that's an essential part of uh, of your solution. Yeah, I, I think not just us. I think if you're a business in any walk of life, if you could say your customers are helping you design that product going forward, I think that's the the mark. The you're laying foundations for success, hopefully. Yeah, and and one major element of design thinking as well. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Uh, you already mentioned that it's a, a complex product or it's combining a lot of elements, uh, so to speak. Um, what's the challenging or hard part in this process? Is it the actual solution or is it maybe on the other hand getting your solution on the pitch in some of the official leaks? What, what do you think is the main thing? Yeah, so uh, just to make you aware, our customer or our focus of customers are really around grassroots football. So what we call grassroots in, in England is kind of amateur to the non-leagues, which is semi-professional. That's really our core aim. The reason for that is we believe some of the performance tracking data at that level doesn't exist. And if we can use it and share that with the FA, maybe we can help improve the way referees are trained and developed and even kind of spotted as talent. Um, so that's our aim as a, as a company. Don't get me wrong, we have referees at the elite level using it. Kind of one of our claim to fame right now is Mark Clattenburg has been using it in Saudi Arabia in, in their top flight division. And we've had some nice. FIFA referees in different countries using it. So that's kind of cool for us is that it can work at every level, but our real focus is that that kind of um, amateur and semi-professional level of the game. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of what's hard about that is, is the education around actually the technology. So the smartwatch market is still new. It's still growing. And there's a ton of kind of watches coming out on the market. What do work with Android? What do work with iPhone? Uh, you know, those questions are challenging. They're, I don't think that those uh, companies out there have really nailed that user experience with a, your phone and your watch. Um, and so we have to help educate the referees out there. Okay, these watches are the ones that work with these phones. This is how it works. This is how they use on a day-to-day. -day. So that's probably the biggest challenge. Yeah, cool. But it seems to be working out well. You gave some uh, nice examples of uh, yeah, high-class referees using your solution. Are there any other success stories or, or metrics that you can share with us? Um, yeah, so uh, I think our biggest kind of metric is the number of countries we're in. Um, so we launched in July last summer um, properly and now have referees in 32 countries. So I, th I believe that's every continent apart from Antarctica, which is great. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, all, all over the, the world, we have referees using it. And, uh, uh, and the number of games per week is just continuously going up and up. Um, so yeah, it, that's the best metric to share is that the reach is growing. And that's kind of real great validation for us that this app that we believed would work in England can actually works more far, further afield with very little changes needed for different markets, which is great. Yeah, awesome. And I believe there are not too many football matches at uh, Antarctica, so uh, I think you're doing well. <laughs> I believe so. If not, I'd like to go out and, uh, and see one because I'm sure it probably feels like England right now. It's very cold here. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask, do you think the watch is going to work in those temperatures? Um, yeah, so I believe, I don't know the exact numbers, so I can't, don't quote me on this, um, but I believe... I think the lowest temperature it will work on is minus nine Celsius, but I think I saw that recently, but 
Maybe not lower than that, but we'll see. That's where we're we're, yeah. we're we're not the hardware guys; we're the software guys. So that's a challenge for the for the Apples and uh, Samsungs of the world. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, maybe that's a little heating system for the yeah, watch or something. Exactly. All right. So after looking into the past and looking at your achievements, uh, we're also curious about what's coming up in the future. So is there anything spectacular in the next couple of months, maybe targeted towards the World Cup or uh, something else? Um, there's definitely going to be some more marketing um, from us around the World Cup. Uh, we've just started a podcast and hope to have someone who's officiated at the World Cup on that in the future. Um, but in terms of the product, we're really excited by kind of one major thing that's fairly imminent in the next week or so or two um the app right now is paid for subscription app so if you're a referee and want to use your app in the, our app you have to pay for it um what we're moving towards is a, a freemium model where we give you know a, a, a core functionality of the app and probably the easiest way to describe it is the functionality of that notebook um away for free so you can create a game add the players record incidents during the game and view that information after the game that's that, that's a functionality we're going to give away for free and then if you want to see more detailed what we're calling pro features about your performance your positioning um your 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 physical stats around your distance activity etc that's going to be in a pro um subscription kind of model so that's something we're really excited by we hope that it will help um kind of drive Uh, the ability for referees all around the world to use our app. Um, and hopefully some of those referees who are interested in more data, they, they'd consider going to the pro um, kind of uh, package that we offer. But that's something that has taken a couple of months to, to build and to strategize around and kind of conceptualize and finally just in the last areas of testing that out. So excited by that because that's one of the things our kind of mission is, is we, we believe every referee in the world could potentially use this. And, and I think that's by going freemium, uh, we, we enable that vision, hopefully. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I believe that's a big shift for you. And uh, in my opinion, uh, a smart one to, to raise more attention and, and spread your solution even more. Fingers crossed. We'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, all right. Is there anything else we should know about you uh, that we didn't cover yet? About the, the about me and the business? Uh, not really. I think um, we're, we're, we're really trying to, on our kind of social and marketing platforms, we're really trying to um, not just sell our product, but actually talk about things around refereeing, kind of referees' journeys, different new things that are happening in the game. So if anyone's interested, they could definitely check out our podcast. Uh, it's just called Ref6 Podcast or, or even the Ref6 page on YouTube where we've got some kind of reviews of refereeing you know, products and we have interviews with uh, professional players about kind of asking them questions as if they were the referee. So definitely join those conversations on those channels and, and let us know if you've got some ideas of things that we should do in the future. Sounds good. Very last question. Is there any productivity hack that you want to share with, that, uh, with us that uh, made a lot of sense for you in the past or saved you some time or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I've got three. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go right. quickly through them. But one's really fresh in my head, which is Sundays. So normally I'll set aside an hour or two on a Sunday evening to um, catch up on or maybe plan my week, catch up on emails and just really get my head, my mindset in the place where I know exactly Monday to Friday, exactly what I'm 
doing, what deliverables I need to achieve. The reason for that is Sundays is no one's online. There's really no distraction. I'm a big NFL fan, so during the season, I'll, I'll watch that while doing it, and it's just a really good time because there's nothing else on TV on a Sunday. Come on. <laughs> so just get, get, get that two hours, and I think it's a lot better than spending the first two hours on a Monday trying to do the same things is what we don't, which is what i was doing previously so sunday evenings it works for some people i actually stole that hack from my boss at my previous company but um some people it probably wouldn't work but i'm sure there's someone out there um quickly on to number two my pitch deck so in terms of technology and and in any form of app business you need to raise money um you know the best form of raising money is revenue don't get me wrong i completely believe in that but uh sometimes it's not possible when you're building some technology that you know you need to you need to wait for, for it to mature so um what i believe in is my pitch deck's a living document um i don't have kind of a a funding cycle I, I i continuously update it once a month that way i know that if i randomly bump into a potential interesting investor or advisor i've got something that i can just quickly send to them within you know an hour they've got that document um and so that's something that i think is really useful because if you wait six months it can you've got a lot of catching up to do in terms of that document is probably going to be 100% different. So keeping it a living document is important. And the last thing, uh, this is one I've valued for my whole career, is what I call always be hiring. So every time you meet someone in a professional environment and you believe they're strong, try and you know subtly understand what really makes them tick what they're really good at, what their strengths are, and could they fit in your business and would they want to come and work in your business? And that way, when it comes to hiring a role down the line, you've you've kind of got a list of five or six people who you've already, to some degree, pre-vetted that you can reach out to and say, hey, this is a role. I remember working with you on this. Would you be interested? And I think that's helped us uh, in our first two hires so far and, and probably will help us in a our next at least three or four hires. So saves a lot of time, a lot of money on, on recruitment. And uh, I think that's a big opportunity that, that people can take on board. Yeah, I can imagine. And are you also like maintaining a certain relationship, a relationship with them? Like are you emailing from time to time or are these people just in your mind and at a certain time you just email them again? No, no, it's a bit of both. It depends. Uh, you, you don't want to just email for the sake of emailing. So it could be that actually you see an opportunity for them at a different company that you think would be perfect for them. So you send that across. And and even if they go on to that and maybe they don't come and work for you in the future, that I, I believe in that kind of karma because they'll know someone that would want to work for you in the future, et cetera. So I think as if we can think of our careers as a shared um, kind of belief for everyone and everyone helps everyone get to where they want to be, I think I can see that being reciprocated back. And that's kind of what I, I look to achieve when I say that. Um, cool. Yeah, that's a very, very nice last sentence for our podcast interview. I would Brilliant. Say. Uh, Hassan, thank you very much uh, for all your insights. Uh, I wish you all the best for the future. And yeah, thanks again for taking part in the podcast. Benjamin, thank you very much for having me. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye.